0: Hello Justin.
1: you Matthew Matthew
0: Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. It Feels it feels different recording at
1: night again. It was a delay. I put a delay on my voice. Just like our <laughs> clapping delays.
0: Real time effects. Yeah. They always they always stand up better than the computer ones.
1: <sighs> Nothing like a good tubed delay pedal to uh to get your night going. But it does feel yeah. weird. It feels different doing it at night now. We did the past two episodes during the day, didn't we? Yeah, I think so I got my, uh, my 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 trucker hat on
0: I got uh Your
1: evening trucker hat My evening trucker hat I got my uh, glass of water Yeah, I've got this bottle That I keep very
0: stupidly Putting the lid back on And it squeaks Oh yeah. Hear it? I'm gonna take it off And leave it off So how you doing? Anything big happened this week?
1: Um I was in uh. West Virginia. I went to West Virginia this weekend. Oh yeah, you went to the uh, the White Palace. The white, place. the white Place. The White Palace. The White Palace. The white Palace. <laughs> uh, it was good. Our friends got married, so that was pretty fun. They're like you know, they're like the, they're a super they're like made for each other. You know? Like the like not to sound cheesy, but they're like, you know. They're like a good couple. You know. Like you know when you see couples, you're like, oh man, they should not be together. You know what I mean, uh, or you know, some people are getting divorced in five years. <laughs> you know those couples, but these these guys, this guy and girl, they're uh, you know, they're cute together. We'll say that. Yeah. It doesn't so, sound like
0: you're getting now, now that you're uh, on a, on the route to get hitched yourself, dude. Well, I'm sensible. crying,
1: crying in sensitivity now, but we did <laughs> end up going. So it was a pretty. Th- I realized too that uh, the weddings I go to, or it's either my family and or friends are raging drunks, because their wedding was pretty. You know, I'm I'm my thought process was, and you know, I'll take a little bit of a slack on this one. I'm going to a wedding in West Virginia. People are going to be tanked and getting crazy, like doing burnouts in their trucks and shooting guns. (laughs) That's how that happened. No, it was the, like, it was, they were the most responsible drinkers I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, you know, everyone kept, it, everyone was in line, no one was getting, no one was knocking over cookie tables, you know, everyone was, uh was, was, was drinking, but they were, they were handling their alcohol very well. Hmm. So I was quite let down, yet surprised that they, you know, because I'm used to going to weddings and people are like, open bar, I'm blacking out.
0: Well, that was even, uh, my wedding was, was totally dry that we did not have any alcohol at all there. And, uh, most of the people were tanked. Well, so it was, it, your wedding it was great not, because it did not prevent anything.
1: Your wedding was great. because like, we're not having alcohol here. And everybody's like, well, that means I could sneak it in this flask now and get <laughs> extra drunk just to, yeah. Well, that was, that,
0: that was also a funny side effect. Cause it was, you know, we, there was like not a rule against alcohol. Like the place we had it typically had a bar and we just. Decided we didn't want it, and then it's
1: expensive. I mean, it's like well, a, yeah. that's like a that's expensive thing. And you guys aren't big drinkers, you know? No, we, we're, we're not, at not drinkers at all. Yeah. So why are you gonna so pay for your other lush friends to get tanked? <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, so everyone decided that it meant that they had to sneak it in the parking lot, which was hilarious. Or,
1: or I didn't know we were serving Sprite here. What's that Sprite? <laughs> what's that Sprite <laughs> bottle doing on your table? Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, it was a good good food at this wedding
1: uh you know what they had pierogies which i was kind of psyched on uh my friend's like super polish she's got a crazy like you know pittsburgh last name uh but they had popcorn like this really good flavored popcorn they had a massive cookie table which i was a fan of they had uh like the they didn't have wedding cake they had the ice cream cupcakes from coldstone okay which was like an unlimited supply so i took down like 5 of them <laughs> well i took down two and then me and the girlfriend split some as well but yeah, i've got um so if, if you ever
0: met people who did not know what a cookie table was
1: i think that's it's is it an ohio thing is that like a mid what not mid like like ohio pennsylvania
0: well i think it's i'm not even sure that it's actually into pennsylvania most of the time but i've i've explained this um i mean the people that i work with are in seattle and I brought up a cookie table after going to a wedding and everyone was, it's like, what was a cookie table? And after I described it, they were all amazed and thought it was the best invention ever. It is. And it's been, you know, like around here, it's just like, that's a given. There's a cookie table. Yeah. And it's just a, co- it's a table that is at a wedding that is just loaded with cookies. Usually, usually family of the, uh, the bride and groom make, you know, make a bunch of cookies yeah. and cookies. and and have them out on display they provide bags for you to take some home but there's you know a wedding is does not count if there's not a cookie table as far as i'm concerned
1: this this wedding had a cookie and a popcorn table wow it was they were sparing no
0: expense they were not and then uh the other thing i wanted to bring up how do you feel about the uh, mass replacement of cake for cupcakes
1: um i'm (laughs) it depends yeah, you know, I'm gonna throw that one out there. A nice <laughs> casada cake, you know, I'll take a casada cake over a cupcake any day of the week.
0: What's a, what's a casada cake?
1: The casada cake is with the uh, the banana like filling in the middle. I'm pretty sure. I want to. So casada means banana. I might be wrong. You know what? Shh. Let's find out.
0: I've never, I've never heard. I just, I've just never heard that phrase.
1: I'm not, I'm not.
0: I mean, Whoa. like practically, the cupcakes make. Make a whole lot of sense because it's like. Oh wait,
1: yeah. C- wait, hold. On. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if to interrupt you. But the oh, cassata cake, good. it has the strawberry and banana filling in the middle. Ah. Am I wrong? I don't know. I might be. But it, there's strawberries, and I know that. I'm looking <laughs> at whatever, whatever the cassata cake is. I like it. I think it's yeah. like a yogurt bit. Maybe yogurt in the middle. But all right, good. I'm sorry. Sorry for it's interrupting. A, well,
0: you. it's. I mean, like practically, it makes a lot of sense. You know, everyone gets the same size. You don't have to like get all messy with the uh you know cutting it up or you know destroying the cake or anything but i don't know are we getting lazy is that a sign of is that a sign of the degradation of society
1: well i think my we went to one wedding where they had cupcakes and i took it i you, you know it doesn't matter to me as long as there's not a limit of one per customer <laughs> can you yeah, say that that's true we were at a wedding once where they limited, like they gave you the piece of cake and it was a it was a thin slice of cake and if I'm giving you hundred dollars, I want a decent slice of cake <laughs> you know
0: well, I guess it's also like um you don't have you don't have to feel bad if you if you don't get the big piece at the table because like the different sizes are always yeah th- there's a lot there's a lot of weight there. It's like if you get. <laughs> If you get the biggest piece of cake, then you're a little self-conscious like why why did they give me the big piece of cake? Do I look like do I look like fatty cake lover over here?
1: Cuz they know they know secretly inside that you are you're judging your your piece of cake next to everybody else's.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then but then you you get the small piece and you're like I really wanted the big piece. Why did he get the big piece? I wanted it. So I guess I I guess cup, cupcakes can kind of can kind of mitigate that problem. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I'm a fan of dessert so you know what yeah as long as you as long as you give, give me, me dessert
0: give me a piece of cake with a cupcake on top of it cupcake. and every, everything is fine
1: there you go that's all I'm asking for yeah but we also went to so after this uh, this wedding we went to uh, a casino in Wheeling West Virginia okay uh, that was amazing it's it's what I expected it's what I expected more of of my trip to Wheeling,
0: did it was like you could, could you still, like shoot shoot glass bottles for <laughs> chips?
1: No, but you could still smoke in there. Like people were in there smoking, like it was going out of style.
0: And then that was was that that was a positive thing?
1: No, it was a negative thing because I came out smelling like smoke. Yeah, terrible. that's weird. Like I haven't had that yeah. for ever. Like smoking, you know, whatever they got rid of it, but. You know, I remember like we used to go to shows and stuff like that, or go to you go to a bar, and you'd come out stinking like smoke.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and like once they banned that, I'm like I don't smell like crap anymore.
0: Yeah, that that was a wonderful day. Yeah, like, when you like you could leave somewhere and not smell like smoke. Do you ever see like I was driving the other day, and in my rearview view min- window mirror, <laughs> rear view mirror, I saw like I I saw some. Uh, someone who looked like they were like in their early 20s smoking and it just makes no sense to me. It's like, it's like, wait a minute. Like at what point in your life did this happen? Like there's, there is there is no course in your history where you did not realize that that was just like asking for, for cancer.
1: Yeah. Smoking just is one of those things that where you see like, yeah, you see people like uh, where I'm at, there's like a bunch of bars down the street and stuff like that it's like you just see people like they never look happy either they're just sitting outside smoking like (laughs) it it doesn't look enjoyable the enjoyment's gone
0: if they've they've been shamed at every at every possible angle like no you can't smoke in the building and now you also can't smoke within 10 feet of the entrance which as for a non-smoker that's wonderful it's like well sweet there's nothing like there's nothing worse than walking through a cloud of smoke to get into a place, especially when that place is a hospital, which never makes any <laughs> sense. But but yeah, it's like it's like you have to go stand in that corner by yourself and I don't care if it's cold.
1: I think there's a good uh there's a good Trigger Happy TV skit. It was a comedy show on Comedy Central. Uh when it come, I don't know when it came out, but it was like maybe early night, like late nineties, early two thousand ish. But uh they were like smoking and then they had uh, like this is a British comedy, so it was a bunch of costumes like that, but these people were outside smoking on their smoke break, and this guy dressed up as the Grim Reaper was just standing there, like looking at his watch while they were smoking. <laughs> it was uh, I don't know, it was like that show. They had like I think like skits of like people dressed up in dog costumes and they like were reenacting uh like the godfather scenes like in public <laughs> it was a really good show i don't think i ever watched that one remember the guy with the giant cell phone that was like their thing you know
0: oh yeah okay i do remember that yeah
1: there you go yeah they had some really good really good sketch comedy stuff in there that i like i liked i'm out of water all right already yeah, it was a half glass. I'm a half glass, empty kind of guy. That's what this night is. This night is half empty glass of water guy. No. Ugh, oh, he's not, no fun. Right. It's going to be scotch.
0: Half non scotch guy. <laughs> scotch tape.
1: I drank some scotch tape.
0: <laughs> <Hop> scotch. <laughs>
1: So how uh you you were telling me first baseball practice oh
0: yeah tonight tonight we had our first um
1: the the first, first parking baseball,
0: lot? yeah first baseball practices coach how'd it go um I'm tired <laughs> it was <laughs> it, it went pretty well I mean all the kids seemed like they were having a a good time uh but it was exhausting there was a lot of a lot of kids and um I definitely learned learned some uh, learned a bit about organizing. <laughs> in placement because at one point we had there was there's 12 there's 12 kids on the team so we had them broken up into three small groups um and due to some poor planning on my part on the setup of these groups there was occasions where some children were running out in front of where the some of the kids were hitting the ball off the tee
1: okay so it's t-ball um, then we were coming the-
0: yeah well there's there's a large range of skills, so the T is kind of like the equalizer. It's like there's there's kids that like don't know how to squeeze the glove yet, or the idea of like putting their fingers in the right place in a glove is foreign. So it's <laughs> so it's like you know you get out the T because it's it's you don't want to make anybody feel you don't want, want any kids to feel like someone else is getting different treatment.
1: But don't you want so, like don't you want to win though? Um, Let them, I, you, should, you need to find who your best player is. <laughs> well, the way the just, way these games coach, work, there is no up. winner. I mean, Are technically,
0: me? we we will probably win every game because we have the most players on the team. Um, <laughs> Wait, so this is
1: really, a no. They so these do exist. Then I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. Start. I'm just gonna. There's really a yeah. no, no. Like so, you're just kids hitting a ball.
0: Yeah. Well, so the game. The the whole idea, I mean, it's like four and three, four and five year olds, so most of them are, you know, get three, four and five kids don't really understand. They don't really have the attention span to keep up with a a full on game, and so it's like you bat around the order. Everyone gets on base, and the last person up gets a home run, and they get a run around all the bases. And at first, I thought that was kind of silly because it's like, well, it's just baseball. But as I was trying to figure out what to do with practice. There is, there are a whole lot of nuances to the game. It's like a whole lot of d- different skills to figure out that I, I really understand that. Because I was, I thought, hey, we can have the kids play catch. And then I said, no, that's stupid. Most of the kids cannot throw or catch. So the idea <laughs> of throwing hard baseballs at each other is just, it's just not a good idea. It's- and and most of them just think it's funny to throw it far over somebody else's head
1: (laughs) which it is (laughs) i I think it's good to. you should okay this kid's gonna be so can you like pick out the kid's personalities like after a practice like do you know like who's like okay you'll be good at baseball you are gonna be the kid like sitting eating oranges (laughs) do you have that picked out yet um is it gonna take more a couple more practices Well, for the most part,
0: everyone... I mean, there was a couple kids that were just really good. Like, you could kind of tell that their parents had spent a lot of time playing baseball with them. Um, And then there were some that have obviously never seen a baseball in their life. And, you know, it's... So it was kind of hard, like, you know, one of those kids that have never seen a baseball may be a great baseball player. But, I don't know. I don't really even know what a great baseball player is. I've never... I don't watch it.
1: Just give them steroids. That's how you make them great. Yeah.
0: Juice them eat, up. Eat your eat your pills, kid.
1: <laughs> Tommy, kid. Tommy, we're gonna get you in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> this
0: is. We're gonna start now. You're gonna go is, bald. You're gonna go bald by eight, and you all have back hair. But <laughs> this is
1: pretty much a legal horse tranquilizer. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't help.
1: <laughs> Unless
0: your kid just wouldn't take a nap, and then you know, of course.
1: <laughs> See, so. Like, So, are you still at the point then, where he might quit baseball and play soccer, or quit baseball and play football?
0: Are you you're talking about my
1: kid? Yeah, or like any kids in general. But yeah, we'll say your kid because he's he's relevant in the situation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, would you let him play? Would you let him play football?
0: Uh, I would if like if he really wanted to. It's it's a hard thing to think about because there is i don't i don't care for football but i don't watch any sports but i especially like football is like the bottom of the list of things that i care about and it's also like it just seems kind of (laughs) stupid well it just like just in terms of yeah well if anybody listened to the show we i would get lots of hate mail but it's like there's the whole point of the game is head trauma. It's like, <laughs> okay, when uh, when the quarterback says "hut," just run your head into the guy across from you over and over well, and they're, over they're again. They're
1: trying to change that a little bit.
0: Yeah, but and then it's well, and, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's the game. I I played for a few years. Um, thankfully, did not have just any me, major head traumas. Just give me but, head traumas. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care for it. You know i i ended up i ended up quitting after my my tenth grade year to join the marching band.
1: So wait, why did you which, play football in the first place? Then was it more of what like what got you into playing the sport of football? Well, I'm.
0: I it was so long ago that I don't I I can't say for sure. You have to remember but, where
1: you played football.
0: Uh, well, I I really don't remember why I wanted to. I like kind of putting thoughts in the head of my uh, seventh grade self. Um, I imagine it was because I was a, uh, I I was a chunker and I think I thought that that made me tough. And so I wanted to play football because I thought I was tough.
1: Oh, okay. There you go. Which
0: turned out to be very wrong. You're not a tough guy. I I was, I was not tough at all. (laughs) That was probably my shining football moment came I think it was a freshman year in high school. I was second string and I think we were getting killed by this team. So they put in the second, I was like second or third string. So they put us in and I was running downfield. It was like after a kickoff or something. And someone on our team was like running the ball down and I was running down the field, just like keeping up. And the guy from the other team while in mid stride, just kind of grabbed me by my arm and flipped me over his shoulder, <laughs> and just like laid me flat on the ground, and I didn't even know what happened to me. So, <laughs> was that when you're
1: like, "I'm done"? Uh, you gotta, I was like, you got like, your is, shoulder pads off. You're like, "I'm done."
0: <laughs> this is you. This is humiliating, <laughs> and I am not cut out for football. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's just like there's so many studies like the amount of suicides coming from football players is incredibly high like the they're, they're kind of like and i'm I, i'm not sure like how scientifically like proven or like you know if if they followed a true scientific method when they were doing these studies but like they're kind of starting to find that the repeated head trauma like actually leads to things like depression and and stuff like that
1: oh yeah there's like a huge uh, uh i forget the uh the the, the initial of the acronym for it but like I know, like, there is a bunch. They're, they're, yeah, they're doing like all these autopsies and stuff where they're finding, you know, the brain traumas causing, uh, the depression and this, these, the suicidal, which is crazy, you know, if you think about it. Yeah. But but yeah, like that's something like uh, you know, like kids nowadays, like, are they gonna play? Like, is football gonna be like? Will you see like, I don't, like I don't know, it's like it's like soccer? You know, is soccer gonna be like the big thing now? You know.
0: Yeah, well it seems hey, like overall, if like for see, all so the reasons if, if you put kid kids did, if, in sports.
1: If, if your kid didn't play sports, you wouldn't be let down. Oh no, not at all. You'd be kind of you'd be kind of excited. Not, excited, would, not excited. but a little I, bit like whew. okay. <laughs> like I don't but, need to
0: deal with that. Football is the big one. Like it, if not wanting to play football would be very nice because it would be like that's that's the one that I'm not interested in. You know, I, I played baseball up until I graduated from high school and i I loved it you know i i I'm sad that there's not leagues that I could play I mean I guess there are leagues that I could play in now, but d- nothing that I'm like nothing that is readily available to me.
1: What if if you wanted to be a wrestler
0: well that I wouldn't understand it, but
1: you know that'd be fine, but that'd be like i mean wrestlers are always like the weird guys. Not weird in the sense of like, but they were like, you know, they were like off. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, like, you know, what I mean. like the wrestler kids are like, man, they're crazy. Like there's something missing up there because why would you want to run around in a gym in 130 degrees and sweatpants?
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of, a lot of that stuff they do is just, is nuts. Like the wearing trash bags to like get down to weight from yeah. sweating. And that doesn't seem like something that's healthy for, kids <laughs> or like teenagers or anything or even adults really but
1: I, I wrestled for like, one year and like I think this was like third grade fourth grade third or fourth grade I wrestled for one year I also played a little I've played peewee football for one year too but I remember I separated a kid's shoulder and I felt terrible <laughs> so, and then I never wrestled again
0: you know, that's the only thing I ever quit I did that well quit that wasn't like I didn't finish out a season. I went to wrestling practice for like two weeks. AWC. I like, no, it was not Well, it was middle school. I don't know. Oh,
1: okay. So except and I, I went, was I was town Wrestling Club. Oh.
0: I went for two weeks. I was like, no, this is terrible. I hate this. Yeah. And then I, I got out.
1: I like, I'm not going back. <laughs> See, I always wish that I always wanted that. I always wanted them to have WWF wrestling. I always thought that should be like a school sport. <laughs> Like get well, the it ring. Would
0: be like the the drama club.
1: Yeah, it's real, man. It's real to me. <laughs> I, I I'm st- I'm like blown away that that still exists, dude. I you know what, Matt? I love wrestling. I love wrestling in the sense of old wrestling. Like growing up, huge wrestling fan. Growing up, loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. Like, <laughs> would me and my brother, I would. We would like. I would jump off the couch and like elbow drop and stuff like that. And, like I would play. Like professional wrestler was my job occupation. <laughs> it was what I wanted to aspire to be. So, so is that
0: is that more dangerous you think than American gladiators were? I I remember giving my brother a pile driver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, what, <laughs> and- a lot of professional wrestlers are also. Uh, they they're they're killing themselves as well. They're dying off pretty at an early age as well now. Yeah.
0: Well, we so, lost. Who did we lose? We lost. the lost Warrior. Poor well, out yeah, for mo- him Yeah. Moment of
1: silence. I come to bring the warriors together as one. But he—he okay. he, he just died. Yeah, he died. Uh, he was like 54. He died the other day. Sad. But uh, you know, these steroids and cocaine catches up to you. Yeah. But when he was one of the best. Like, did you? So, were you into wrestling as a kid or no? Uh,
0: i had a phase it okay. was it was wait, brief but i did see a live wwf oh, event Dude,
1: which phase was it was you were you like okay so were you like
0: well tecumseh was my favorite tecumseh i think that was his name tatanka tatanka that was yeah it. there you go that's all right yeah, so we're, we're,
1: we're in the same area <laughs> It's probably
0: a slightly more tecumseh. racist indian name. <laughs>
1: sitting, <laughs> sitting bull was my favorite wrestler <laughs> Oh,
0: God. Like well he was indian and tatanka was, is is probably no. it's probably more inappropriate
1: i think there was no dude i mean they were totally, like the iron Sheik. come on like re- <laughs> wrestling was racial stereotypes uh yeah. what's, what's the guys the one guy there was like a russian guys i forget his name oh, i forget his name but so to remember so, the the so undertaker we're, we're, being big oh, he's still he's still around yeah all right so let's, let's let's talk about your tatanka uh so what what event did you go to
0: I don't, it It was just, was I it think Beagle- it was just like a standard one. Was it was wasn't it the Beagley like, Center. yeah, it was in Cleveland.
1: Oh, it was in Cleveland. So it was probably the Wolstein Center. Or was uh, it at Rich, Richfield College team or the Q? I,
0: it, I have no idea. You,
1: was, you're going into a whole different, like, because I remember we went to the Beagley Center in Youngstown. And okay. we, saw, we saw wrestling there. And I remember this was, I think I was in second grade, second or third grade. And I remember I got, uh, there was a wrestler, Coco Beware.
0: I remember. I remember yeah, he, Coco.
1: Had, he had the bird and he would like flap his arms up and down. And uh, my dad, I remember like my dad got his front row seats and I thought this was like the greatest thing ever. It was a house show. So it's like, you know, you get some, you get middle of the road wrestlers. But I got Coco Beware's feather. He gave me a feather from his bird and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Nice. And uh, who else? I guess uh, who else was at that show? Jim the Anvil Nightheart with the goatee with Owen Hart. It was a good show. I remember that. I think Bret Hart wrestled. Bret the Hitman I, Hart.
0: I, yeah, I liked him. Uh
1: yeah. I the loved The Bushwhackers. Wrestling. Bushwhackers. Legion of Doom. Yeah. Uh dude I remember I, it was just me and my like my grandpa liked wrestling too, so that's kinda where I got it from. Like we would just talk wrestling. <laughs> and so I think that's where you know where some of it came to. But dude, I love like I remember when wrestling started getting more uh like theatrical, like, you know, storylines and stuff like that. He would call me up. I remember I talked to him on Tuesdays and he would just he would he used to just about how he started how he's hating wrestling. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I love he wrestling. He was going downhill. Yeah. He's like, ah, uh, these storylines are just leading up to pay per views. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great. I remember I got invited to a uh I, I guess he was more he was kind of an acquaintance in, in high school, like way after I was over it, he invited me over to watch a pay per view event. Did you watch I think, it? I think I ended up there and I was I was very disappointed that I had sat through and watched it because I was I was far from interested.
1: I remember was this was like oh man, I think it was like second first second I was really into wrestling. They would always have Survivor series on Thanksgiving. And we were like, you know, we weren't pay-per-view, like buying something on pay-per-view was like frivolous. You know, like you never do that. But I remember something happened, like, I got my sister, like, me and her got into an argument and she punched me in the face or something like that. <laughs> my mom felt bad. So, she got me Survivor Series on pay-per-view and I thought that was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> greatest thing ever. I was so excited. A big day. But, uh... Yeah.
0: Well, I, I got reminded of it. My my niece, uh, who is I, nine or ten, wanted to go to, a, like, a live wrestling event. Oh, dude, they're so <laughs> fun.
1: I think I I can't believe that's still a thing. Oh, it's huge! It's huge. Yeah. They've they've like a channel on Apple TV now. They have their own wow. channel. I I'm I'm gonna buy it. I'm probably gonna. It's like six bucks a month or something like that, or nine bucks a month, <laughs> just because you can get all the old wrestling stuff on there, like from like the '80s and '90s. So that right there is the price the price of missions. That's it for me right there. I'm gonna sit on my couch on Saturdays and watch old Royal Rumbles with <laughs> with Marty Jannetty and uh the rockers i love the rockers that was like my favorite marty jennetti and uh sean michaels
0: who's who is the guy with the two by four
1: Hacksaw jim duggan (laughs) loved hacksaw jim duggan i saw he was at the house show i was at nice proud to be an american he was him and uh oh man i could do this this is i don't i'm getting way (laughs) too excited about talking about (laughs) wrestling right now
0: you got you got the stat the stat man coming out,
1: oh man it, I can go on for you know <laughs> this this and uh i I baseball stats, man, I can go on about baseball stats too, yeah, and
0: <laughs> I would know less about baseball stats, <laughs> wrestling, I'm just like, yeah, that name sounds familiar, baseball, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> I remember uh nothing, I remember nothing. <laughs>
1: I used to know. I remember my mom got me. I got this. Uh, it was like a little. I mean, this was, jeez, I don't even know. But this is like a, it was like a little digital handheld baseball pocket encyclopedia. And like a trivia game, so you could you know. And I remember I memorized all the World Series winners. How many games? Like how many? This how many series? How long it took them to win the series, and the winning pitcher of every game, I knew from like. The first World Series up until whenever, like, 92 or 93, whenever I was doing this. Wow. I, would, I would just sit there and memorize it. And I memorized stats, too. Like, <laughs> like uh, their ERAs and stuff like that. I would memorize all that stuff. I would just sit there <laughs> and memorize it. It's impressive. Oh, uh, dude, I can tell you. Like I, was, I would sit down during, like, the drafts, like, the NBA drafts and the NFL drafts. So, these were, like, weekends. This is telling you how many friends I had back in this time period. <laughs> I would sit there and watch. This is like a nine-year-old kid. I would sit there with a piece of notebook paper and write down the drafts. I think I still have it sitting in my house. Of uh, I think I forget what year it was. It was when Tim Duncan got drafted. That's so probably like eleven years old. But I have the whole draft written out on paper, first and second round of the NBA draft.
0: Oh, so you were even you were like stat guy for all sports.
1: Oh yeah, I loved it. No matter NFL draft, I would watch the whole weekend of it before like it's, it's gone to four days now but i would sit whole nfl draft i would watch i would just sit there for the weekend and watch it <laughs> it's impressive it's, it's a it's, lot of it's sad it's the, sad no, it's, <laughs> it's it's a lot
0: of it's a lot of stick to for a nine-year-old <laughs> a, i don't think i had i don't I wouldn't have had the patience the only thing i wanted to do when i was nine was go out in the woods and build forts uh, see so yeah, i would uh, nobody would do that with me what's well, like Everyone when i got sick of building forts
1: I think I think nine was the point where I realized I would never be athletically good enough to be a professional sports player, so I had to try to find a way to keep the dream alive. You went and for professional fandom. ESPN anchor was going to be my next job. <laughs> so once I realized, once I realized I was never going to be not genetically suited to be a wrestler and get that big, ESPN anchor that was the next job. Wanted to be an ESPN anchor. Hmm. little known fact.
0: (laughs) It's something that'll go on your Wikipedia page.
1: (laughs) Aspirations (laughs) to be an ESPN (laughs) anchor. And then he, uh, didn't go to journalism school. (laughs) Then he he sprained his ankle and that (laughs) dream was over. (laughs) He had, he had bronchitis once and realized (laughs) he couldn't fight through the pain. See, I have
0: a, like for my, my coaching, my coaching duties today, somebody, uh, one one of the parents was was talking about being conflicted. I believe he's he said he was from Boston, and uh, so he was a a Red Sox fan, and he was you know in <sighs> in Cleveland. He's like, so I've got or you know nearest to Cleveland. He's like, so I've got some conflicts. Like, yeah, you don't have to worry about that with me. I don't even. I'm not sure what a Red Sox is.
1: You go, I think you're an a- anyway. For, cause you're from Boston. <laughs> I don't. I I like
0: Bostonites
1: no they say I, wicked a lot i love you know um, a couple like my, my good friends are from boston and they're just raging about their sports teams oh <laughs> tom brady what a douche don't blink that out either i want that i want tom Brady. i want tom brady to read that in his rss feed <laughs> no one calls the brady a douche <laughs> they're just like they were terrible for so long and then they do you
0: called- do you know how uh podcast work <laughs> Because he's not going to read that anywhere.
1: <laughs> Matt, he has technology that he scans the for when his name is Todd oh, against-
0: him, and, him and Jason Freed <laughs> yeah. have the same the same stuff going We're on. We're
1: going to have the axis of evil against our podcast. It's all people we have wronged. <laughs> so far <laughs> as Jason, Jason Freed <laughs> and Jay- Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> they, have, they have a secret dungeon somewhere and plotting.
1: <laughs> we have all this money and technology. We're going to take them down.
0: <laughs> their, their, their weapon will be inserting fart noises into our podcast.
1: Uh, it's called fart bleed. <laughs> I'll take this. I'll take... Oh, they left their, they left their computers unencrypted. We're gonna insert fart noises on all their podcasts. Mm. Oh, That's a one to you, Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, so that heart bleed thing. did you read about that?
0: yeah i was affected by it you were well, my work was huh we had we had some compromised servers ooh and it's i just i don't understand i don't understand s s. l. search so
1: no like, you know it's like so. oh man you're comp like I and mean, there's like you're compromised it's like you know what we're always, i'm always compromised, <laughs> you know like yeah anymore it's like whatever I think that's, terri- that's a terrible outlook to have, but I'm like, it doesn't like. I feel like it gets blown out of proportion. I'm like, some guy's gonna go in there and just go, like, write like a couple more lines of code and be like, okay, it's fixed. We updated yeah. it. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Rolling out the updates. Yeah, rolling out the security patches.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't, I don't understand it. I just, it's a pain anytime I'm being forced to update my passwords. No, like, eh, now I gotta update a password. I gotta find this form and
1: I forget where it was. I think somebody was on Twitter somewhere. But somebody's like, "It'd be," know I am like, "That'd be a great app if every time there's a compromised, uh, security thing, your the app would detect it and then automatically update your password." I thought it would be a great idea.
0: Yeah, that would probably cause more problems though. Well, if you think
1: about it, if you use one password, you know, if it automatically syncs up with that stuff, I well, thought was a good idea. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it would it would be, but then whoever made that would be responsible for the secu- for the security of that and that would just be, well, it's, be it's, a I lot mean, of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll we, be the part where if people have not already fallen asleep, they will now.
1: Yeah. Wrestling, <laughs> wrestling, uh baseball stats and talking about SSL things. <laughs> SSL certs and Yeah. I don't know yeah but yeah so what'd you want to be when you were growing up matt what's your what was your uh what was your job we already got my um, professional wrestler and espn announcer i did get told too i would never i was not smart enough to work at SeaWorld, world by the way but my second grade te- <laughs> my second or third grade teacher you
0: were not smart enough i was not smart enough to work at SeaWorld. world was working at c world an aspiration
1: yeah i wanted to i wanted to be like the uh the shamu trainer
0: well, you you might be dead if you did that. You should I be really
1: happy. Know. I I very true she saved my life probably. <laughs> but I was told I would not be smart enough to work at SeaWorld. <laughs> or uh I forget the words, but uh it was something along those lines of you you are not smart enough to work at SeaWorld. Seems and, like they
0: they're breaking they're breaking the teacher's oath. I don't think they should be allowed to tell kids that they're dumb. Seems wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean they're teachers. We could leave it at that.
0: Yeah, but they should teach you, instead of they taught me.
1: They, they taught me to set my expectations low. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't. I, at one point, I wanted to be an architect, but I didn't know what that meant. I had just randomly chose an architect as something that I wanted to. You thought do. it
1: sounded cool. You wanted a drafting table.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't even know what that was, and then I think I found out that it had something to do with designing buildings, and I was immediately lost all interest. Um, <laughs>
1: So you were like the George Costanza for a second. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you wanted you the title, but none of the responsibility.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't even know what it was. I just thought the word sounded cool, and I thought it sounded like I could make some money doing that. There you go. Um, really, really, I wanted to be Richie Valens. Was <laughs> was my main <laughs> was my main dream.
1: I wanted to be a Chicano songster. <laughs> I knew two things held me back: my skin color.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew every word to that song. And I had no idea what any of it meant um
1: what was his I, song what was his song i had it was la bamba, la bamba. okay
0: and I, I had watched that movie like a million times it was incredibly sad at the end every single time
1: that movie i would never fly i will never fly in a plane like that that movie has scarred me for life
0: <laughs> yeah
1: all right but let's keep going about richie valance i'm sorry
0: yeah well i did Um, like in the in the mid '90s, whenever the like the home music video thing was big, uh, I went to Disney World, and my brother and I made a video, made a music video <laughs> to "La Bamba," of course, um, which is still floating around somewhere.
1: I think I've, I've seen this.
0: You've probably seen it.
1: No, we we definitely watched this multiple times at your at your mom's house yeah. back in our, our younger days.
0: Yeah, there's some fancy footwork in that video. But um yeah so well, I basically well, were, my you main were,
1: you, you were serious about it but your brother wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I can see the frustration in your
0: eyes. <laughs> yeah, I was I was very upset that he was not taking it seriously. He was he was throwing the guitar around and was, I I know I was thinking, yeah, that's not how you play guitar. <laughs> and you're going to ruin you're going to ruin the realness of this video.
1: I'm going to send this to Lou Gossett Jr. and he will be let down because you're messing this up." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was either that, or I was so excited that it, somebody was going to think I was singing La Bamba that I didn't <laughs> even pay attention to him. But yeah, I, 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 I guess I'm going to say that the primary thing I wanted to be when I was growing up was a singer.
1: Huh. you kind of accomplished that. I got there. You got there.
0: I still cannot sing very well, but I got there.
1: I, <laughs> I was listening to a. Uh uh the hold steady they put out a new record and i can't listen to the hold steady because of merlin man now i've
0: not heard his or at least i've not remembered it's in, some,
1: it. it's in some of the early episodes of Roderick on the line but he did like a uh i forget the craig something whatever the guy's name is but he did an impression of the Hold study and it's like he talks about getting coffee at the office or something like that and it's <laughs> hilarious and i just think of that now yeah but yeah, I don't, yeah, uh, what was that? Musician came in about, I came in, I wanted to be a musician late in my life. Like, whenever I got my guitar, like, freshman year, I think. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a drummer. That was my main goal, is to be a drummer. Because I thought playing drums looked cool. Yeah, I did, I had that. Was it's. I I don't understand why
0: I never picked up on anything. Like I wanted to be a singer and I never cared about anything else So I never, like I never thought to pick up an instrument or anything. And that, that came later. Like it came out of, I, it came out of necessity when we needed, we needed a bass player. So I'll figure this out. And I was a terrible bass player. (laughs) So so I'm a terrible singer and a terrible bass player. But you managed to get by. (laughs) We can, we can make it work but um yeah i don't i i wish i wish that that like that connection would have happened earlier like i played i joined the band in middle school which was like sixth fifth or sixth grade and i, I wanted to play drums but all only, like all the cool kids played drums <laughs> yep and they had all like had taken lessons like the summer
1: before just to make sure that they would get their spot well see, like, they, they, they staked claim because i remember that too i was like, I'm like i want to play drums like nope not enough room for you <laughs> and, yeah, and then uh, for me it
0: was i hadn't I, I didn't know any other instruments in a band so <laughs> the uh the band instructor took advantage of that and said oh well you ought to play the tuba oh and I played the tuba and then I ended up playing it, you know, all like for four years and then took two years off and then came back to it. And, but I, I just got suckered into it because nobody else wanted to play the tuba. And I just didn't, I didn't know any better.
1: See, I was wanting to play the trumpet. Like the trumpet was going to be my go-to instrument in the band if I played in the band. But I remember I like in like sixth grade, I wanted to try out for the band and I didn't know how to do it or go about it. (laughs) And it's, this I mean, this shows my go-getting attitude. This kid's like, you can't try for the band. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then that kind of just killed it. But I was, I was like the young. I was like in sixth grade or something like that. And I remember like, I was like, oh man, like I was trying to be like the different. Like this was like, you know, you're in sixth grade, so you're trying to find your way still. Like I'm gonna be jazz kid, you know. I'm gonna like get into like Miles Davis and stuff like that. Like that was my thought. Because <laughs> from- I think I saw it on some like teen movie. You know, there was like the Jazz Kid. You know, who's like into like jazz. <laughs> and i'm like oh i could be that guy and uh like
0: in well, the, the high school jazz band was like the dork yeah like the dorkiest it, of all band it wasn't,
1: members it wasn't like meffed out like you know three days worth of sessions in, you know jazz it was like white guy jazz like <laughs> you know yeah dun, 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 like that kind of stuff so uh <laughs> but yeah that or saxophone i always want to learn saxophone too once it was tied to the jazz thing so like you know, my aspirations is I wanted to wear black turtlenecks and, you know, <laughs> like sit, <laughs> sit in a smoky room and, you know.
0: And like all like blacked out sunglasses.
1: Yeah, and I really wanted to play like I thought that was like the coolest thing in the system i I'm like, I want to be a jazz guy.
0: <laughs> do you ever do you ever buy a
1: beret? No. No, no, no. But that's uh, that was my aspiration. Yeah, you know, that was another aspiration. I wanted to be like the jazz guy and it it didn't work out well enough for me. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I was uh you know
0: yeah, I don't. I don't think in in my knowing of you, I ever would have considered you the jazz guy. Yeah, no.
1: I'm trying to get into blues guitar right now. Like, I'm trying to learn. To, like, I'm trying to learn to play blues guitar. Do you have to put on weight for that? I think so. I need to <laughs> start smoking and drinking whiskey. But no, it's 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 uh, you know it's a lot of I'm trying to learn like finger picking style. You know, I'm trying to challenge myself a little bit, expand my horizons. Nice. So that's fun, but uh, I got I don't got anything. I'm not really you know. I don't know what to sing about <laughs> the blues. Yeah. My my Toyota's not starting. <laughs> it's not very bluesy. But uh,
0: yeah, I got, I got I got two things from that story to circle back on. Okay, go for it. One, I I, I found out that uh, I think it, it may have been like five or so years ago that like tubas had made a giant like a giant leap into pop pop culture, like. High schools and were having a hard time keeping them in stock because people were breaking in to steal them for the <laughs> like for, they, the, for they, the scrap metal. No, because they were like popular. Like it was like the roots. Like I think <laughs> people were doing like the live instrumentation hip hop. Oh, I was going so to say like
1: Milk Hotelish type thing.
0: Well, that that could have been like, too, but like tubas were disappearing because people kept stealing them. And because they had become cool, Did you still this tuba like, sir,
1: don't know what you are talking about.
0: <laughs> I was like, man, I missed, I missed my opportunity. Yeah, like I could have been cool.
1: So and then, um, the oh, thing? the
0: other, the other thing was about being uh, like a jazz guy that I, I had kind of found out that like the beatnik thing that was in like all the cartoons, like Scooby Doo and Pee Wee's Playhouse uh, was a big one. Yeah, the 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 beatnik that was like never really a thing really yeah it was like came <laughs> Well, there was uh, it was a show on Nick at Night
1: oh what it looks like Andy called? Warhol hung out with like the beatniks like, that was like his scene
0: I don't know if that was like if that was like really beatnik I don't know I gonna I'm gonna have to look it up okay I can't... what was uh Yeah, okay, the beatnik... We'll we'll do Matt Reed's Wikipedia again. Beatnik was a media stereotype of the 1950s to mid-1960s that displayed the more superficial aspects of the beat generation. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't read commas, apparently. Okay.
1: (laughs) Comma? (laughs)
0: Beatnik was a media stereotype of the 1950s to mid-1960s that displayed the more superficial aspects of the... Beat generation literary movement of the 1950s in violent film images, along with a cartoonish depiction of the real life people in the in the spiritual quest in Jack Karak's autobiographical film fiction. So they they weren't really real. Wait, they were it? just a they were like a uh, you know a stereotype. Uh. they didn't happen. Doby dobie gillis that was a show dobie gillis i remember digging. dobie, dobie gillis was
1: on uh it was on nick and night yeah
0: yeah it was on nick at night which made like now that makes me think of my like saddest game show appearance <laughs> <laughs> dobie gillis I was yeah
1: would oh, you remember like the nick and night uh like the nick the it was like the uh the summer block party and they play, play like six hours of shows
0: yeah. Well, I I was a Nick at Night kid. Oh yeah, I dude. Like, I loved Nick at Night. I didn't watch any like I knew like My Three Sons and Dobie Gillis,
1: The Monsters. Uh, right. I
0: never really watched
1: that. You ever watched The Monsters? Dude, I love Lucy. I was, I my grandma loved I love Lucy. I watched a lot of The Mary Tyler Moore show. Dick yeah, Van Mary Dyke. Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke show was a good one? Yeah. Uh, what else was on there? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to go through that I, remember, I think the Rhoda show, for the, the spinoff from the Mary Tyler Moore show, I had, a, I had a crush on Rhoda. I liked Rhoda
0: when I was younger. See, I, I was a Mary Tyler Moore more guy. I liked her. Especially <laughs> when she wore pants.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Matt.
0: <laughs> 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 well, that was her big thing. She wore pants. She that never was... wore pants
1: with Matt Cairns. All right, sorry. <laughs> 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 you old scallywag. <laughs> I was, for some
0: reason, I was attracted to her rebelliousness, even after the, after it being rebellious. I don't know.
1: Uh, what well, trying to, uh, Gilligan's Island. I love Gilligan's Island.
0: Oh yeah, Gilligan's Dude. Island. That was good.
1: I think that, that that is is a deciding factor on how your life's going to turn out. The Gilligan, the Gilligan effect, much like the butterfly effect, but the Gilligan effect. Because you had a choice, you know, you were Ginger or Marianne, you know, and that decided what kind of person you were going to be in life, in my opinion. What if you never chose?
0: I thought they were, I thought they both had their own merits and I I believe I I was equally on either, on both camps. Well,
1: listen, you do Ginger or Marianne or you were more attracted to the role of the person in the show. So you either had, an, you either were like, okay, the person you're going to be with, you're either, you're either going to date a, a ginger or a Marianne person. So the ginger is a little more superficial, a little more high maintenance. Marianne's, you know, the, the more, you know, down home, you know, kind of normal girl. Was that a fair, a fair assessment for you?
0: Yeah, I, In a nutshell, I guess. yeah. Okay.
1: In a nutshell. But then, all right. So that's, that's like level one of the Gilligan, the Gilligan effect. Level two is you know which character did you relate to more? Did you like the professor? Did you like Gilligan? Did you like the skipper? Did you like Thurston Howell? You know, <laughs> like what 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 did you relate with more? Did you want to be the Thurston Howell guy? You know, like the rich, the rich guy with a boat and like the wife and like you know you know he's kind of a d bag in real life. Like if you flash back, he's probably doing insider trading. You know? uh, oh, I'm sure. Or do you want to be like you know? Did you like Gilligan? You know, the goofy guy. You know, I was a, I liked Gilligan because he, he was the goofy guy. He was like the 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 odd man out kind of. You know, like I liked Gilligan. The professor was too perfect. You know, like in my mind, I'm like that's there's that's not exit That's fake. You know, the coconut radios get the hell out of here.
0: Let's <laughs> well, see. For me, I think I would have wanted to be like the professor, but I think my personality is probably more the skipper. Which is a hard, it's a, it's a hard truth for me.
1: You think you're a skipper? So yeah, you know what? I would say you're more professor. Well, oh, I
0: I appreciate
1: that. I would say, because the, the skipper is very, uh he's irrational sometimes.
0: I guess that's true.
1: And I think the professor is a little more, you know, more relaxed and more uh, thinks through his situations.
0: Well, well thanks. Because I was just starting to feel bad.
1: Yeah, no, no, you're not if you're, I'm I was really going to say, if, if you're the skipper, you're a passive-aggressive at that. That's what the skipper is. So if the kid that likes the skipper, skipper, he's probably like the, the only child fat kid that like, you know, would. Well, I didn't,
0: I didn't think, I didn't like him, but I just was kind of afraid no. that that was where I was no. at. That's see Matt,
1: you're missing the Gilligan effect. You really need to dig deep to find your Gilligan character.
0: <laughs> I probably need to rewatch the whole series. Is, I
1: think you do. You'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love that show. This has been a really productive show. Yeah, we've we've talked about a lot of very important things. I know. I like it though. It's going good. We're talking about the show on the show again. <laughs> we're going over we're doing a show review on the show. I guess um well Well. while well, we
0: are breaking down this third wall. Um you know, I I think people should go and rate rate the show on iTunes. If they that'd can, be nice. that'd be that'd be appreciated. If you don't mind going there. I don't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask for five stars. I'm no, not we're not a five
1: you know what? We're not a five star show. Let's be honest, people. We want to be. We're, we're we're striving to be a five star show, but really, you're just listening to me and Matt talk. Probably, if we were hanging, you know, you're listening to us talking pretty much. This is this is our weekly conversation. This yeah. is this is we decided to record our our friendship on a on a podcast. So yeah. So, rate, if you're
0: rating, you're rating our friendship, exactly, so. which I think is a five stars. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's a five star friendship. We have a five star friendship. The podcast is, it's hopeful, but yeah, go. you don't mind if you would please go rate it. If not, it's okay. I'm not going to be mad. As long as long as,
1: as long as we're putting smiles on their face. You know what? As if you're downloading as... it, that's really all I can ask.
0: Yeah, that's, we need. The... I appreciate
1: that. <laughs> we need the numbers. The numbers are low. We're gonna get canceled soon. <laughs>
0: Someone's. We're gonna get that call I have to take you off the air. And I'm gonna say, "Who are you?" Day. this is the greatest day, the rest of my life. <laughs> so, what do you know about Radon?
1: He was a character in Mortal Kombat.
0: Um. Okay. Well, what about the um? What about the uh, radioactive gas version?
1: Nothing. I know okay. you don't throw it away. I know you don't throw refrigerators away because of it.
0: No, that's Freon. Oh, then you know what? Raise <laughs> i <raise> am <laughs> so I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm sitting. I'm sitting next to a radon box. What? You- well, a radon testing unit. I guess.
1: Are and, you? Are uh, you all hopped up on radon right now?
0: I might be. Well, apparently it causes lung cancer, and it huh. happens, like, it seeps in the basement or whatever from, from the soil. Oh, the okay, foundation. I've heard
1: about this then, yes. Yeah.
0: So I'm, in part part three of my Selling House Saga, we are now in the midst of a radon test.
1: Are they, are they backing and, out because of radon levels? Well, no, we haven't done
0: it yet. This is oh, okay. they just They just dropped off this unit today. They brought a very fancy TV tray with them to set it on. Um, so it's a box that I'm not allowed to touch. They put pink tags on the doorknobs to uh, warn to warn people that they, ha- you know, that we are we are in the midst of a radon test.
1: Wait, in the house? Well, yeah, the, like they the put box. a box.
0: Well, no, the, there's a box in the basement. Okay. Um, I'm looking at it now. It says Radalink. It looks. <laughs> it's like the size of a 1990s VCR.
1: What's in the box? Uh, <laughs> um
0: and uh so I, you've got to keep all the doors and windows closed for 48 hours while this thing detects your radon levels.
1: Oh, in the base. So is it in like your like your uh your uh uh it's in my basement? It's in the basement, but is it in like do you have to keep all the doors closed in the basement like the door leading to the basement?
0: No, it's the upstairs. Like any it, throughout the house you have to keep all the windows and doors closed. So huh. so to give it a positive reading, to keep if there are radon levels inside to keep the radon in so the box can detect them.
1: So are they going to preview you the results? Like if it's too high and they don't buy your house, they can tell you why they're not buying your house. or are they just gonna let you die of radon poisoning.
0: <laughs> well, I think they would tell us, I would hope that they would disclose that to, you know, but basically the part, so part one of selling a house is you have to get out while they come and look at your house. And then they give you, if they like it, they give you an offer. Uh, the offer is always saying, the offer is pending uh adequate inspection or satisfactory inspections okay so inspection 1 is somebody walks around your house and tells you all the things that are wrong um
1: was there a lot of wrong with your house
0: not not that i've heard of yet we we haven't got the official report
1: would they um, say like ah, oh, your, are uh, your your uh, your siding is looking a little
0: well it's mostly there's a couple electrical issues um that that sounded a bit overblown to me, but I mean, there are things that I can fix pretty easily. Okay. Um. So now we are in, we are in inspection two, which is the radon test. Uh. Um. So we're going to find out if we have, you know, radioactive basement materials.
1: You should paint yourself like green <laughs> <laughs> when they come pick up, like, yeah, I don't think anything's wrong. I think we're good here.
0: <laughs> I think, I think your box brought the radon in, but yeah, so it's, you know. So now we have to deal with this box and it still freaks me out. that Like this is not my house anymore. It's a very weird feeling. So how's it? I mean, it's still, it's still is technically my house, mm-hmm. but like, so they, now, now I get like the mopey sentimental thing. Like I'll like walk, I'll walk that's upstairs. That's your first I mean?
1: house, man. That's your, that's where you, yeah. your kid grew up. You're going to drive by that house and go, we raised you there. Like that's where you were born. You were here till you were four. You going to be like, why did we move?
0: <laughs> because this street sucks
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like your street. well I like I'm mean, I'm you know I'm finally done with my house like I think we've pretty much done everything you possibly could do to this house to make it nice and it is you know I mean, it's a very nice house. Our neighbors our neighbors have always been great, but uh the road is busy. Your driveway sucks,
1: too if I could be discreet.
0: Dr- the driveway's terrible like there's nowhere there's nowhere to ride a bike. There's nowhere to skateboard. That's true.
1: Alright, you're right. We you're get, right.
0: We get we're on a bend, so occasionally we get we get drunkos stuck in the yard.
1: Are you serious? They, yeah, it's it's happened. Did you like let, did you call the cops on? Them?
0: Well, it happened while we were like I think it happened when we were up seeing you in Cleveland. Uh. And uh then we got back our neighbors were telling us about the incident that happened where they the guy like drove through a yard and they decided to chase him down <laughs> and then when the cops and then they filed a police report and the, you know, the cops said that we could have whoever did it come back and fix the yard. But I figured the last thing that I wanted was somebody who was, who was drunk and driving at my house, knowing that I ratted them out. <laughs> so like, now I'll just take care
1: of that myself. Give me, have them give me 50 bucks for seed. <laughs> oh, so that's kind of all right. So you're right. Your driveway. I, I hate it backing out of your driveway.
0: Yeah, the driveway's awful. Yeah, and it's you know we've got like eighteen houses that all look into our backyard. That's it's true. It's not fun. I can't. I can't express my hillbilly nature in in my backyard. <laughs>
1: I just can't. So are you are you gonna go country? Are you going? Uh, what was the quote? Country. If you love country living, <laughs> you'll love living here.
0: No, I think I think we're gonna skip out on that one. Not. It was too much. Well, yeah, it's. I don't have. I don't have that kind of time to mow that much grass. My wife, my wife won't let me kill beef cattle. So,
1: you're not killing it. though. you're gonna take it somewhere to get killed.
0: Right, but it's still, still a matter of sending it off to slaughter. Ah, uh, whatever.
1: See, my my old,
0: I had a plan to Uh-oh. lessen Sorry. lessen I, the I left blow. My,
1: I left my watch out, so you're gonna get a beeping in the. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, my my plan was to buy five identical looking cows (laughs) and once a year, one of them disappears and you get another one and you just keep up that cycle. So like you can, you can go out and see the cows. You can, you know, and watch, let them, let them live their little cow life and, you know, eat grass and graze and do what cows do and have, have fun. And then one of them goes, another one comes. And then you have a freezer full of meat.
1: I think, I think you're underestimating the, the care of a cattle. I, think, I probably am. I think it's a lot of work.
0: Well, if so, if you go like strictly, if you have if you have enough acreage to cover, you know, to cover what a cow would eat, you know, you've got at least two seasons worth of not having to provide too much food. Uh, you know, provide water, and I mean, this place has a like has a horse barn that could easily be turned into a cow barn.
1: <laughs> do you do you just paint cow on it, and then you're done? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was like, yeah. this is, <laughs> this is horse barn. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. it won't work. They won't come in.
0: <laughs> you put up a sign that says cows enter here, and you're, <laughs> you're done.
1: You're done. You're a farmer. But
0: it would be a low like a low volume of cattle, and you know they they what they're supposed to do is hang out and eat grass. That's that's what they would do as long as you had grass they would be fine
1: see but would you get to the point where like the boy like becomes attached to one and like he's like laying in the house with it and he's like dead <laughs> well then that, that one would
0: never disappear but that's why you they all look identical so he, you don't really he
1: named it milk machine okay i'm sorry <laughs>
0: Yeah, but well, I mean, that's not going to happen. We've kind of we've kind of nixed that nixed that idea. Just
1: don't move into just. I have one. I have one thing. Don't move into. Don't move into a development.
0: Well, that's we're very much trying to stay out of the development. We have a. We found a dead end street that we like.
1: All right, which, you can do a cul I'll let you. I'll, I'll allow you to move into to a sac
0: Yeah, it's not. It was going to be a development. They never finished it, and now it's a dead end street. Oh, perfect. And it's, you know, that that's that's kind of. It's kind of the best of uh, best of both worlds. It's out in the country, and it's got farms all around it. So it'll probably be something like that. Let the let the boy have some neighbors, have places he could ride his bike to, and you know.
1: See, yeah, I'm anti-development, but I grew up in a development. Uh, in all the time I met all met all my friends, so I guess I don't know.
0: Well, it's, I grew up on a dead end street, and all I wanted was to live in a development because I got home from school and I didn't have anyone to hang out with. And I saw like, you know, on the bus ride, you would see like 18 kids get off on one stop and you're like, oh, that would be so cool. I could (laughs) have all those friends. But then your house, you're, you're, then I moved into a development and there wasn't anybody that lived in that development
1: that I liked. But then when you're, when we all became friends, your dad's house was like the place to be. Like we loved, like, you know, that was our skate spot.
0: Yeah. It was a nice big open driveway. So it worked
1: out. Yeah. You became the hangout spot. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's always, you just
0: want, you want what you don't have. Everything else seems nicer than yeah. what you've got. Deep, oh.
1: deep stuff right there.
0: <laughs> there we go. Now we're getting now philosophical.
1: We have uh, not offended, I don't. we have not offended anybody this episode, so that's good. Have we? Yeah. No? Well, we've, it's been a pretty lighthearted episode for us. We had a, the last episode was pretty uh, controversial. It's been a little <laughs> risque.
0: Yeah, a little bit. I found out that I used the wrong term, and now I can't. I corrected it in the show notes, but now I can't remember.
1: Oh, the uh, the 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 white fang? <laughs> no,
0: that was, that was two episodes ago. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, this was my, my racial blindness thing. Oh, okay. It's, it's called, uh, race. I, maybe it's like racial. Uh, no I got to look it up. Racial tension, that's what it's called. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> it's, it's called the cross-race effect. Oh, okay. And it's... It's a real thing. And it it's a real thing, according to Wikipedia. Um,
1: so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I my uh, I got nothing else really, man. You got anything good? I'm going to see Captain America, I think. Nice. This weekend. No. I'm pretty excited for that. They uh, ruined my life for all of, like, a month last summer with filming. So I figured, you know, what What the heck? Let's give them money. To uh, Oh, they filmed that in Cleveland? Yeah, they shut down the whole uh, Shoreway for, like, a, a month. <laughs> so... All the traffic went to, to 90, which was just ridiculous.
0: I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Sorry for you. Matt. Dustin. I'm, I'm done doing my bit. Uh, it's it, going to get old it, and it's not funny. It's not sticking? Okay. No. All right, I'm dude. I'm just going to say bye. What's
1: the, uh, should I do? I'm going to do my wrestling sign off.
0: I'll okay. see
1: you at WrestleMania 32, Matt Cairns.